The following Tusker Talk podcast is made up of excerpts from a motivational speech given by Dr. Omikongo Dabinga at Somers High School on March 11th, 2019. Good morning, everyone. First, I'd like to thank the PTSA for their support in bringing this program. I'm excited to introduce Dr. Omikongo Dabinga. Dr. Dabinga is a motivational speaker, trilingual poet, talk show host, rapper, and professor of cross-cultural communication at American University. Overall, he's a pretty busy guy. He has been broadcasting millions of poems around the world in over 150 countries. Today, he is here at Summer High School. So, without further ado, please welcome Dr. Omikongo Dabinga. When I was young, when I was young, they used to call me a monster, African, bushman, monkey, I was bothered. Used to pick on my clothes, I didn't have Nikes. I didn't have nice bikes, other fancy things. I didn't have much loot, no savings, no trust fund. So walking out my house every day was not fun. Had no heat in the winter, no EC in the hot sun. Next to my bed was rats, leftovers, they got some. Used to wonder why me while seeing on TV. Dudes with beamers, Jaguars, of course Mercedes. Being broke as a kid used to drive me crazy. Hearing the guns at night, couldn't sleep like a baby, but now I make a plane, I'm writing this on a plane, on my way to New York for a show, what changed? Well, I start making excuses for myself to blame, you take control of your life and you can do the same, don't matter, you've been abused, grew up with no parents, you dealt with booze, dealt with drugs, wheelchair rampant, maybe you grew up poor, in a house, not a home, baby mom was an addict, pop a rolling stone, what you gotta see is life is just testing you out, to see if you'll take your life, take the easy route, to see if you'll throw the towel and surrender your soul, to a life of crime, a life of loss, life out of control, but if you take a step back, think twice, get some goals. If you focus on your dreams and not your nightmares, yo, you'll see your life get better with your new mindset. Get new experiences that you won't regret. I took control of my life, now I travel the globe. I met Clinton, Obama, Maya Angelou. I might be the next man on the cover of O. You take control of your destiny, you never know. I've been on BET, BBC, CNN. I've been to 25 countries, spoke for four millions. Now they don't call me a monster, less I'm beast in the flow. They don't call me nothing but the goat at a show. So what can you do if you focus on great? More than me, probably, if you concentrate. Get the haters out your life, stop lifting dead weight, and listen to no one who ever said wait. You take control of your dreams and develop yourself. If you eat the right foods and develop your health, you'll live the life of your dream. Trust me, you'll see, because you have nothing but greatness in your destiny. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Suicide. I didn't want to be here. How many of y'all know people who have contemplated suicide? 
Show of hands, anybody? Again, I know I'm around family here. So look, guys, let me explain something to you. What we're going to do in this time that I have with you all, this short time that I have with you all, we're going to be very honest. This isn't a room where people are going to just like, you know, I want you to be afraid to share your, raise your hand because you don't want to show your imperfections or anything like that. See, we can't be upstanders. One of the first steps of being an upstander, not a bystander, is being honest. And being honest with who we are and being honest with our experiences. So I have no problem talking about the fact there was a time where I felt like I needed to check out, where I didn't want to be here. And I went to a conference and I heard somebody say that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. So when you hear your friends talking about that, even jokingly, because it's not funny, tell them that, and then help them get help. Whether it's through letting parents know, teachers know, counselors, because it's a real thing and it's on the rise in this country. When I go home today, I'm gonna see my wife, I'm gonna see my kids, kiss them and everything, but if I took myself out back, then I would have never given myself the opportunity to understand that it gets better. And if you're even thinking about it, or no friends who are, you let them know that if they stay the course, it gets better. Just saying, I've been in spots where they're like, ooh, you know. But here's the thing about Hitler. It is what I want you to understand. Everybody talks about Hitler being a monster and doing all these evil things, like he was sent down from like Mars or something. But Hitler was a human being. And as evil as he was, and as all of the negative and barbaric things that he did, and the savage things that he did, one of the things a lot of us don't talk about is that everything Hitler did in Nazi Germany was legal. And you know why it was legal? Because Hitler surrounded himself with bystanders who would not challenge him, which allowed him to change laws and make everything that he did justify. You see, one of the things you have to understand is the most evil hate that you can imagine in this world, it never existed in a vacuum. These are all people who were surrounded by people who didn't challenge them, or they intentionally put themselves around people who don't challenge them, and before you know it, hate's on the rise. Before you know it, people are trying to destroy each other. This is what I mean. So when I see all of many of us who raised our hands, and you're sitting around and listening to intolerance, this is what I mean when I say you become part of the problem. It's very easy to pick somebody and be like, that's the evil guy. That's the evil monster. But people are surrounded by folks every day who watch it happen and say nothing. Look at where we are in the United States today. When I said y'all can save us and help us, y'all may not realize this, but we live in a world where hate crimes are up over 200% in the last two years alone. Our media targets individuals, and different media outlets target different people. Some media outlets will target Muslims, some media outlets will target black people, some media outlets will target white people, some media outlets will target rich people, some media outlets will target uh, Latino people. Because nowadays, you can create your own echo chamber, right? And only listen, you can curate whoever you want to listen to. So for some of y'all, you're only gonna listen to Wolf Blitzer. Some of y'all, you're only gonna listen to Rachel Maddow. Some of y'all, you're only gonna listen to Rush Limbaugh. Some of y'all, you're only gonna listen to Kanye West. Sorry. Uh, you know, but you know, uh, uh, but, but on, on the real, and then I, what I also know is that most people your age 
get a lot of your news from late night folks like Stephen Colbert and Trevor Noah. So a lot of us now live in this world where if you want to, you can only hear what you want to hear on loop 24-7. Don't think that because of your background or because of where you live, that you can be immune from this. One thing I learned about hate is that hate knows no zip code. Hate knows no one community better than the other. Whether we're talking about, unfortunately, school shootings, whether we're talking about church attacks, whatever it is, anybody can get it. So what I want to talk to you all about today is I want to give you four little steps of what you can do in your spaces to help make our community better, to help make our neighborhood better, to help make our school better, to help make our world better. Because if you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? It is meant to be and it's up to you all. So let's talk about that. We're going to talk about four steps to how you can be an upstander, not a bystander. And we can start small and we can go big. The first step is give. Everybody say give. Yeah. Yeah. Say it like you mean it. Give. Yeah. You, if you want to start being somebody who's helping create a society where people can feel like they're valued, where people can feel like they're celebrated and not tolerated, you got to be more giving of your attention. You have to be a better listener than you are a speaker. So I want y'all to think about how y'all can do a little bit more, more, more of that. Because there's somebody who needs you right now. When I was going through my stuff in school, I needed somebody to listen to me. Somebody found my sister, told them her about what was happening to me. She intervened. I went to that youth conference. I got that help. Now I'm here today. Somebody intervened. You might be that person who can help somebody. The next step is release. Everybody say release. Release. Say it like you mean it. Release. Release. You gotta learn if you want to be an upstander. I'm only talking to people in this room who are interested in being an upstander, who are interested in helping somebody next to them become better, right? You know, and you know, maybe this will be you today, maybe it'll be you tomorrow. But let's start planting those seeds and build on what you're already doing in this school that ha that celebrates no place for hate. So you gotta learn to do two things. You gotta learn to let it go, and you gotta learn to let them go if you wanna be an upstander. What does that mean? Letting them go and letting it go. Letting it go means practice the concept of forgiveness. How many of y'all have ever had somebody hurt your feelings? Raise your hands. All right, yeah, a couple of people. Now, how many of y'all still mad that these people are, because it happened this morning? Okay, no, 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 no. This could have happened years ago. But that's the thing about hurt. We don't learn to let it go. Once you do that, and you learn to move forward, because you have to remember to use your past as a place of reference, not a place of residence, you can't stay there. Don't erase your past, but embrace it. Remember that every single day? Now you have to start learning to let them go. The great philosopher Will Smith said that, I think he's a philosopher. I'm writing a book on Jesus, the rapid our philosophers. Um, Will Smith said you are a direct reflection of your five closest friends. Yes, you can look around. I know, you know, I was checking, you know. So when you go home today, I want you to make a list of who can you count on and who can you count out. Because let me tell you something. If you are surrounded by five racists, you are number six. If you are surrounded by five homophobes, you are number six. If you are surrounded by five anti-Semites, you're number six. Five sexes, you're number six. Five Islamic, whatever the list, 
You're surrounded by five activists who want to make a change in society. You're the sixth activist. Like attracts like. Because if you weren't a racist, why would you be laughing at the racist joke? If you weren't a sexist, why would you be laughing at the sexist joke? If you didn't hate Jewish people, why would you be laughing at, that, at, at the symbols that get placed up or the, or the memes that are put online? Why would they be funny to you if it's not in you? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? So now's the time to start saying that maybe I used to think a certain way, but now as I'm getting older, my life, is, my philosophy is changing. I was very homophobic, extremely homophobic, would do terrible things to people who were gay. And though I didn't, there were many times where I saw things and heard people say things and said nothing. I told y'all in the beginning, we're going to be honest in here. I'm not going to come in here and tell y'all I'm perfect. I got it all figured out. I'm working on myself every day. When I was younger than you, high school or whatever, right? So for me to use like, you know, F-bombs and all that type of stuff, it was normal because I didn't know any better. Then I went out to a, a program, a leadership program. I, I met other people who were gay and there were leaders in their communities and I learned better. So I came back and started speaking against the homophobia. But you know what some people said who knew me? They just said, they, they could have chose to be an upstander, but they just chose to be a bystander. They just said, well, you're gay too. So they just wrote me off. So I had that choice. Remember we said I had a choice? I could have chose to stay comfortable, right? And just kind of blend it in with them. But I chose to say, I'm gonna stand up for rights. And so what I'm telling you all is that it might be scary to stand up, and they, they came around later too. But when you speak up, there's somebody else who wants to speak up too. They just need you to give them the permission to move forward. They need you to give them the courage to also speak up. I gave you win. That's an acronym. What does it spell out? Come on, overachievers. What does it spell out? I hear somebody say grow. Everybody say grow. grow. Say it like you mean it. Grow. grow. So you got to realize that life is about not just going through these experiences, but growing through them. Life has to be a weeding out process. Sometimes you gotta weed out the people who don't represent where you wanna go anymore. You know, Jay-Z said, you know, I quote Jay-Z a lot from writing a book on him. He says, everybody looks at you strange and say you changed. Like I worked that hard to stay the same. Y'all are working hard. Stop surrounding yourself with people who don't represent the greatness that's in you. Stop surrounding yourself with people who are compromising your ability to be a leader. Because all of y'all have the ability to lead. Lead just means learn everything and do. But if you learn everything and don't, you're not a leader. So I'm, I'm more concerned about you finding the things you love as opposed to the things that people say you're supposed to do. Y'all feel me? So, um, I, I, my time is short. I want to end with this last poem. Um, would everybody repeat after me? I know if I believe. I can and will achieve. The past is the past. I will no longer regret it. I will focus on this gift, which I call the present. I will get out of my own way and live my best life starting today. If I focus on my dreams, 
and not my sorrows. My trials today will be my testimony tomorrow. So, you know, this, this last poem I'm going to share with y'all is just called Leadership. If any of y'all are interested in more like career advice type things, we literally could have talked about that for this time. Um, I do like TEDx talks and stuff. So if you go on TEDx and, uh, or YouTube and just type in just my first name, Ome Kongo, um, which is written somewhere here, and just type in accidental ambassador, accidental ambassador. There's a TEDx talk that I did at Georgetown, which will give a lot of good career advice about finding your life and finding things that feel valuable to you and making those decisions. So just go check it out. All right, last piece here. Are we good? All right, check it. The chosen few are the few who chose to step up to open doors tightly closed. So you call yourself a leader. But what does that mean? Getting green, turning green, madly running your teams, sadly killing the dreams of a hopeful team, madly willing your ideas, not even listening. Does it mean you celebrate on election day because you can add your new position to your resume? Can you handle criticism when your peers diss you? Because you don't care about this, but only your issues? Past the tissue makes me sad how some leaders let power get to their head constituents they forget. You're just a leader in name if you're just searching for fame. For a claim, it's a shame why some get in the game. Leadership ain't for the lame, don't take it in vain. Time to rethink your position, understand why you came. You see a leader, someone who listens first and speaks. Someone focused on being the change we seek. A leader understands they represent all people. Don't do that, your leadership will never have a sequel. Do you seek to understand before being understood? Do you take time to visit other neighborhoods? We need real leaders to step up to the plate, to take a swing at racism, other types of hate, to stomp out bullying, help and genocide. Do your best to help others hold their heads with pride. A leader builds a team, can do it all by yourself, and a leader remembers to practice good health, because you're no good to others if you're no good to you. So let me ask you again, is leadership in you? Thank you. Thank you very much.